0: That smell. Oh, that would be me. I've been swimming in raw sewage. I love it. I love it. That's the signal. Let's go. Do it. Do it.
1: Welcome to the Trimming the Musical Fat podcast with me, Paul Nicholson, and I'm me, Stephen Nicholson. Nicholson. We have very special guests today for the bonus episode of Queen's Innuendo from the amazing Queen podcast in the lap of the pods. Please welcome David, Paul, and Joe.
2: How you doing? How you doing? Good,
1: good, great, to, great to have you guys on the show today. Thanks so much for giving us your time.
2: No, no, you're very welcome, man
3: yeah thanks yeah D- uh, thanks for having us no no it's a we're honored. <laughs> <We> are honored <laughs> we're not worthy
1: like Wayne's World. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh and similar to the to this podcast from your podcast you know you've got two brothers who do the show and and also from scotland as well so it's a couple of similarities there which is, which is quite nice Yeah, so I think
0: uh, from my perspective, I'll apologise, first of all, uh, for pulling you away from some rare good weather in Scotland uh, Mm -hmm. to to do this. So we very much appreciate it. And we'll maybe go in with our, our first question. So for me and Paul, I think our first proper introduction to Queen was somehow coming across our dad's uh, great hits cassette, cassette, and discovering, discovering We Will Rock You, We Are The Champions, and then flipping it over and hearing this amazing thing called Bohemian Rhapsody, Rhapsody. Um, <laughs> and then the letting the tape play, and we got another one, Bites The Dust. So for you guys, how, how did you get into Queen? What, what was the spark that ignited the love affair with Freddie and Cole?
3: Uh, I'll go first here. Uh, um, I'm Paul, by the way. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, My Love, a Queen started off um, with a copy, a, a cassette copy of Queen's Greatest Hits that belonged to my uncle. Um, mm-hmm. And it was just lying about in, in his house and I I, yeah, I stuck it on. Um, by this point, I'd, I, I was kind of into the Beatles. I was starting to get into music a little bit, so I, I stuck it on and um I I just loved it, you know. Track one, yeah. me and Rhapsody, you know. Mm. Um and and just from then on, just you know, uh I started buying LPs and stuff, and the very first LP I ever bought was an at opera. So mm. wow. um the love affair started then kind of thing. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean I I suppose for myself, obviously living in the same house. As Paul, you know, being his younger brother, I'm hearing this music and it's, you know, it's starting to have an effect on me as well. So really that's, that's, you know, and it just continued from there, you know, just getting copies of the albums on C90 tapes and stuff. And That's and, right. And, you, yeah. know, mm. <laughs> and, you know, and, uh, you know, playing them away to, you know, playing them to death and, and all the rest of it. But uh, that's that's really, so I think uh, for me, probably about 87, 88, probably around about that time as if, you know, when I first became fully aware of Queen and, you know, got the bug. Yeah, because
1: yeah. I, th- I think you sorry, I was just going to say, I think, uh, David, you'd said the miracle was the first Queen album, new Queen album that came out in uh, your consciousness, if you like, you know. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. big yeah. disappointment. <laughs> yeah, no, we'll get into that later. Don't worry, you uh, can't miss that one out. Don't worry, uh, and I'm laughing with uh, it seems such a long time ago when we used to have to make. Cassettes
0: of an album, you know, you buy yeah. it on vinyl and then record it onto a cassette for,
3: you know, yeah. for your Walkman. Seems a long time ago now. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah. So you're yeah. in the, yeah. lap of the pod podcast. Podcasts, Me and Paul are big fans of it. So when when did you guys start, start the podcast, and, 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 and why, why did you choose, choose to do Queen over
3: other artists? You're fans of.
2: Well, I'll jump in here, eh, Paul. If you're okay with that, um, yeah
3: have at it so
2: we started there uh, and so this is 2021 so 2020 it was um about june 2020 i think the first podcast appeared um so we're, we're approaching almost our year our, you know first year anniversary of doing it mm-hmm. um and i think obviously you know what well, queen commonly between the three of us are, uh, you know um is our favorite band you know but um I think because Queen's music is so eclectic, there are there's more discussion. You know, you can discuss varying, you know, various styles of, of yeah. music as well. It's not just the same style you're constantly talking about. Cause mm-hmm. you know, we have you know we have at points um talked about other other things and then when you start talking about it, it's kind of it gets repetitive. But with Queen, we never ever found that. We found it's always been um, you know, because they actually go through a journey, you know, on each album pretty much. Uh there's lots to tease out and the way they arrange things, especially in the seventies, you know, um, you know, there's so much to pull apart that kind of got lost a wee bit more in the eighties, you know, and, and, you know, you know, there was less, less music to really tease out and talk about um, in terms of, you know, you know, multi-tracking things and all that. So it it did get a wee bit tricky Mm -hmm. when we get into that period of Queen. um, Still, still fine, still good, you know, still lots to talk about, but, But yeah, that would be the reason uh, for choosing Queen and and probably the reason why, you know, people would choose the Beatles maybe and, and, you know, other bands that you've got such a diverse style, you know. So, yeah. Great. And and let me ask you a very very tough tough question question. question. and I'll maybe maybe
0: start with with you, you, David. David. What's What's your your favourite Queen Queen album and song? song?
2: it's tricky because it changes pretty much uh, based on my mood or what I'm going through in a particular <laughs> time in my life, to be honest. Um, I, I would bro- probably be favorites rather than a favorite. Okay. Um, um, News of the World absolutely is up there. Queen 2 yep. there. there. Um, I really like the game. Innuendo is one of my favorites as well. Um, and I think I would probably go with uh, a day at the race. No, sorry, sheer heart attack before a day at the races. Um, but yeah, so uh, that's not really answered the question very well, because I've given you about five albums. That's all right. right. They're, they're all great <laughs> albums. Good choices. Uh, I mean, song-wise, I mean, Innuendo, the title track is, yeah. is one of my favourites. It's just an absolutely outstanding track. Um, you know, um, It's Late on uh, News of the World is, mm. is another fantastic Probably, song. Yeah. Love that song. Um, but yeah, I could go on and on, to be honest, you know. I'd be here to, you know. Um, yeah, so, you know, midnight. You know, kind of talking about all the good ones. You know? So, yeah, that's that's a taste of kind of what you know what I think a queen are, You know, where my one my favorites are. You know. Yeah, I mean, a good shout on it's late.
0: I think the last what sixteen, ninety seconds of that when it ramps up is
2: fantastic, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. It gets almost kind of punky, you know, towards the yep. end. You know, so yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, good choice. I think
1: that was that was uh, Brian May's first time he did the the finger tapping on the guitar solo. Like that's
3: that. right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was uh, some song. Yeah, song. absolutely. Yeah. Same, Same question to you, Paul. Paul. Um my, my absolute favorite album would would be um and it always has been a, would be Anatole Opera. Uh, as I said mm. before, it was the first LP uh, I ever bought um of any band um and d- you know, it's an absolute classic album, anyway. But just the feelings um, attached to it. Um, yeah. uh, the I just felt, you know, like I was growing. Uh, you know, like it was a dead grown-up thing to do by yeah. an LP kind of mm-hmm. thing and mm-hmm. all that with my own money and all that. Kind yeah. Of stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I think I'd have been about fourteen at the time, something like that, fourteen. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's it's. And and you know, uh I, it's probably not their best album as such. I would say Queen Two is their, their best album in terms of the the you know the the, the songs, the musicianship and all that. Mm. Um but m- my favourite is um an eight you know, opera for, for personal reasons. Plus, you know, plus I've every song and it's great. It's got, you know, the Prophet song, which is one yeah, of the greatest things I've ever done. Obviously, Bohemian Rhapsody's in there as well. Um, and, and, and as um, as much as uh, the, yes, the second part of your question about my favourite track, it's, it's it's the track Innuendo. Um, mm. That's just... And and there's, there's personal reasons for that as well. Yeah. Um, that, that got me through a hard time in my life and all that. Um, but... Before I knew Endo, my favourite song was um, Spread Your Wings. Or, oh of, brilliant. Uh, yeah. Uh, News of the World. Yeah. Very um, yeah. But like but like all great bands, you know, you, you um things shift about a bit, you know. You can be really into one album and you know, uh and then it can change. Um but that's that's what that's what makes a band great. Absolutely. Um, yeah. March of the Black Queen on Queen too. Oh, yeah, yeah, Alexander. yeah. So bad.
1: No, I Absolutely was just surprised so there was no, none of you had said the miracle or <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> that sounded so in that. That's like, you know, ah, <laughs> uh, that's, that's too good to talk about, you
1: know? yeah, yeah. So, that's your
0: uh, favorite uh, album and songs from Queen. Have you had the opportunity to see Queen live?
3: No, never did, never did.
2: Um, I think, um, you know, Paul and I saw Roger like in the garage. I think that Glasgow hmm. garage, and I think that was about 1998 99 I think that was, um, yeah. you know, that was that was a, that was really cool. I really enjoyed that. Um, myself and Joe went to see Brian May. I think that was about ninety eight as well, right. Uh, I am not so, yeah. not so good, you know um but um I, I think the main reason for going to that was really we just wanted to hear the Brighton rock solo you know that I was that was the reason for, we, yeah. we bought the you no know, we paid the <laughs> money to go, to go the rest of it was just yeah 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 well I'll say no more about that <laughs> yeah I
0: think me and Paul must have been the same tour we seen Roger yeah, Tour on when done
2: Edinburgh didn't it? ah okay yeah it was great I mean just seeing
0: I think someday of that stature in a really, really small venue was yep. brilliant. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> yep.
3: definitely. No, Radio Gaga. Yeah,
0: What yeah. are your thoughts on the, the current incarnation of the band <laughs> yeah. with uh, Adam Lambert <laughs> as the lead singer?
3: Honestly, yeah, um, I I don't know because I've never listened to. I don't think I've I've listened to anything. Um, they, they've done it. Uh, it's all. Uh, it's obviously all live stuff. Um, yeah. I believe they're, they're, they're supposedly working on a uh, studio tracks at the moment. Mm. Um, I, it's not something that's ever interested me. Yeah. Um, Queen, Queen ended when Freddie died for me, yeah. and uh, you know, I, and uh, you know, uh, so but. I, I'm a bit of a hypocrite because I I, I listen to loads of bands who have changed their singers and all the rest of it. You know, Sabbath being yeah. a, a perfect example. They mm. went through quite a few singers over the years, <laughs> um, but Freddie Mercury is at the the very def- definition of irreplaceable. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, for me, when when he uh, passed away, that was it for me in terms of Queen. Yeah. So I uh, I'm just uh, I'm not interested. Uh and for people that, you know, go to these concerts it's not great, man. That, you know, and a lot of people have a good time when they go, but it's just not for me, you know.
2: Yeah. Um yeah, I'm similar to that. Um I don't want to kind of go on the same, same kind of ground. But I mean I think um you know, probably collectively we have all been pretty massively disappointed by the decisions made by, you know, Taylor and May since, you know, since Freddie's death, you know, you know, you can talk about working with five Robbie Williams, these really, really awful decisions, you know, and, and you know, on the podcast, you know, you know, Queen never made any apology for the fact that, you know, they were, you know, they were on the nose and they, you know, they, you know, the courted success and all the rest of it you know um but you know they, they always kept it when within the realms of you know class most of the time yep. they got it wrong a few times of course but um but everything since Freddie's death seems to be just quite crass and quite really ill thought out um but can we back to your, your actual question sorry um adam lambert i've got no problem with the the man himself you know i think he's you know, he's a guy that's been given one of the biggest jobs in music. He's taken it, and good luck to him. I wish yeah. him all the luck in the world, you know. And, uh, yep. you know, fantastic. My gripe is still with Roger. And, uh, you know, a lot mm. of people say, oh, Adam Lambert, he's not Freddie. You know, it's not that guy's fault. That guy's just picked up the job. He's got, well, you know, one of these biggest jobs in music. It's The problem is with Roger Taylor and Brian making, yeah. deciding to still keep going with this. Yep. Um, and, and like Paul says, I'm sure the shows are, you know, they're... They hit they a certain standard and you know that they're, they're good for people and all that. And I've heard a few things on YouTube and bits and bobs and all that. Um, and and, he, and he's and I, I think he's an okay singer, I don't think he's as special as people make him out to be, just in terms of you know musicality and all that. Um, but you know, good luck to him. And uh, yeah, it's not, it's almost like a different band, it's almost like mm-hmm. something completely different. It's almost like, yeah. it's almost like you know, you could ask me almost about another band, it, it, you know, it's, it's almost that. I've compartmentalised that so much that it almost means nothing to my experience of Queen, if you know what I mean, if that makes any sense. No, it does. And I think it comes back to
0: the whole thing, should they even be using the Queen name? Now, I think uh, Paul Paul had made a point that it's like Ringo Starr and Paul McCartney getting together and touring as the Beatles. It's not the Beatles, yeah. and you, you could
2: draw parallels to, to Queen mm. in that respect. Yeah, absolutely, um, and I think that's, I mean, even Paul Rogers, I mean, Paul Rogers is a, a great singer, you mm-hmm. know, when they did the thing with Paul Rogers, and, you know, Bad Company stuff's good, Free stuff, I'm not a massive mm-hmm. fan of either bands, but yeah. no, definitely no, undeniable, you know, good, good rock music, and he's got a great voice, but it never suited Queen either, you know, it, was no. just, not, it just didn't work, he didn't have the range for it, you know, and, and so n- n- nothing I've actually Done, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I've Tried it's is really what for myself personally, you know. So, so you're
0: saying the cosmos rocks is not a classic?
2: I'll hmm. be honest. I think I played the first two or three tracks. <laughs> I don't think I've actually heard that. We might actually do a podcast on it. Maybe one day, week, almost yeah. almost like a reaction podcast. We'll just put it on yeah. and listen to it. And go, you know. and just react. <laughs> so, yeah. I can't no. actually comment <laughs> see, see, see if you can be a on track two again. Aye, maybe I know.
0: (laughs) Well, myself and Paul Paul went to (laughs) see Queen and Adam Lambert, not Paul Lambert. Um, (laughs) in 2014, Paul, uh, January
1: 2015. 2015, okay, yeah.
0: And uh, you're you're spot on. I mean, obviously, the guy's a great singer, uh, the production values of the show are great, yeah.
2: But I, and I'm obviously a huge Queen fan, it
0: just felt like karaoke, yeah, Mm. yeah,
2: yeah. I think what it's tapping into that that kind of thing is tapping into the it is very much the the pop fan. If you mm. know what I mean, I don't mean to be snobby when I say that. You know, yeah. it's it's like it's the it's the it's the kind of casual music fan. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You know, music music is my life. I'm sure it is for you guys as well. Yeah. Um, and it is so important to me, and that's why I will get elitist at times. And you know, Paul's the same, probably, <laughs> yeah. Um, total you know, snob, man. Total yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think, I think this is almost like a you know, go to the Queen show, enjoy the songs, and go back up the road, and don't think about it that much. Other than to say, oh, that's yep. a great show, you know. I mean, that uh, you know, you guys have probably been to concerts that have changed your life, and you know, yep. and, and you know, so, so I think it's very much a kind of consumerist kind of Queen. Mm-hmm. If you know what I mean, yeah. if that makes yeah. sense, you know. So, yeah, yeah. Queen keep life. the
1: brand alive. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Paul. Yeah, so <clears throat> this is maybe a silly question in light of what we've been t- talking about about a certain album in Queen's discography, but <laughs> it might not even be the the answer. But what was the most challenging album that that you guys have done in the podcast to review? What was mo- what was the most challenging? <clears throat>
2: Paul, I'll let you go first on this one, my love. I think. <laughs>
3: um, I th- it's, it's, it, do you know the the one that I, di- I didn't enjoy the most um, was the jazz album, right? Because um, the jazz album is uh, um, it's a quite quite a polarizing kind of album for a lot mm. of people. Yeah, um, a lot of people love it, um, but other people have problems with certain. Tracks or just the way it sounds and all that, mm-hmm. um and uh, I, yeah, I, it was one of those ones where you know you'd been listening to it, I, I, and obviously I'd been a, a huge Queen fan. I'd listened to it many times before as well, but prior to doing the podcast, listening to it and still not even up to the day we recorded the podcast, still not really knowing what he, what you actually think about it and how mm-hmm. to. Um, frame what I thought, you know, what I thought about certain things, and and on the actual podcast, um, <laughs> I famously said that I didn't I didn't like the track Mustafa, and mm-hmm. and Joe and uh, David, you know, uh, you know, gave me gave me a bit of stick for that, and you know, and 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 that type of thing, and there was a lot of discussion on on Twitter and all that about. Um, that well, particular album, even amongst, oh. Michael
2: Legg, the comedian Michael Legg, yeah, the comedian, yeah. Um, really? le- yeah left a, he left a, a voice uh, about Paul's opinion on Mustafa, and uh, left a big, big kind yeah. of but they would put in the podcast. You know? Oh, that's right, <laughs> so, that was the guy yeah. that was on your podcast. That ah, yeah, really. That's right, yeah, <laughs> that's right, yeah. yeah.
3: Um, Super. so yeah, uh, that was that was quite a hard one to do. Um, and I think, I think we'd. Yeah, I'd certainly had a few beers during it as well, and <laughs> you know, um, it was a part of a slog to get through. I don't know why. Um,
2: yeah, I think I, I think I probably, you know, I hadn't really thought. You know, I hadn't really thought about it too much, but I think I would probably agree with you in a lot of ways. It's been maybe the least enjoyable out of the yeah, 14 yeah. you know. Okay, um, okay. Yeah. And I think the reason was it wasn't necessarily because the album was the way it was. I think we were all just a wee bit wound up, to be honest. Um, and yeah. it, it wasn't quite, you know, I think I think Joe, you know, Joe obviously isn't here to speak for, myself, for himself, but Jazz was one of these albums that he grew up with and really liked, you know, and yeah. myself and Paul didn't really like it as much. So I think Joe is you know, kind of really fight in its corner. We were being, you know, maybe overly arsey about it. So I think mm-hmm. the vibe of the podcast is probably the only one that's a wee bit, you know, ten- yeah. you know a bit of tension between us. Yeah. But but that's not always a bad thing, of course. But I just mm-hmm. didn't... It's almost, a, it's almost like a podcast I'd like to revisit. Almost go back and go back. And I, go back I read it
3: yeah.
2: Let's go back yeah. and actually wind our necks in a little bit and just, just maybe do this again and actually just... And our, our opinions might be exactly the same, but maybe we'll just be less, <laughs> less <laughs> out But you know, I don't know. But, but yeah, uh, yeah I probably agree with Paul on that one. Yeah, yeah.
1: No, that, that that's interesting because I know one of the things that gets leveled about the album is the sound isn't great yeah. on it. Yeah, you know, production you know, the mix, uh, is yeah, strange.
3: Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. And 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 I can also understand as well, like you're saying about Joe. He's maybe got some sort. He's maybe got a connection to them from growing up. A bit like. You know, Paul has yeah. with A uh, Night at the Opera and all these yep. things change your perception. Yeah, Absolutely. definitely. Yeah, that's yeah. it.
3: That's it. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, totally. And this is a uh, question <laughs> that I know you'll like. Uh, what are your reasons for disliking the mirror? Because I know that's what <laughs> you mean. Speechless. Quite critical, <laughs> quite critical of in the, the podcast. And, and I have to say yeah. a lot of it I agree with. Stephen yeah. doesn't, though. <laughs> okay, good.
2: I like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. uh, um, uh, Paul, you want to go first or will I jump in? Here? Um,
3: have we have we finally found the person that likes party? Do you- yes. Oh, yeah. it's me.
2: I
0: think <laughs> it's me. <laughs> right, okay. All I these been, years you've be been looking someone. for me. I've just yeah. been
3: here forty miles having away.
1: in somebody's face. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, jeez. Oh. Well, I, I think. Uh, <laughs> As as we said on the, the 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 actual podcast, um, a lot of these songs, uh, uh they're, they're not. Uh, it's I don't know. Working class guys from Glasgow, um, that that you know that particular album isn't for us at all. It's a uh, Coke snot and You know, <laughs> uh. <laughs> Ah, uh, eighties excess type stuff, you know, certainly mm. party and catch ship, you know, the first two tracks, you know. That's right. Um uh are yeah, pretty bad. Um Rain Must Fall is just oh. one of the worst <laughs> things I've ever done. Um it's just <laughs> it's just bad music, bad bad songs, bad music, you know. Um and even on the tracks that are good, even though a lot of the choices and in instrumentation and all that are, are poor and hmm. yeah. Um. Yeah, it's it, uh, and and uh, you know, at the time there was a lot of there was a lot of interesting music coming out from you know all these new bands. Faith No More were bringing out stuff, and you know, yeah. there was there was just better music and and you know, more challenging stuff than just four millionaire guys you know getting together and you know. Having, having a lot of recreational drugs and writing about how Good great thinking. their life is. Yeah. So you've um, never
0: done my baby does me on karaoke
3: then. No. No. I thought you were gonna say on cocaine or something <laughs> like that. That was the next heroin. question. I'll, I'll try some heroin with it, maybe I don't know. <laughs> 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 a meth or something, I don't know. Have a party. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, it's, it's just a bad album, you know. Well, you know, there's about f- four good tracks on
2: it and the rest is is very poor f- by
3: Queen standards, um, yeah. definitely.
2: Yeah. Ah, uh, it's kind of bizarre because I mean they I, I can't remember the exact number, but I think they had, they had assembled about 25 tracks or something for That's this right. album, you know. It was, mm. it was a lot anyway. I don't know the exact number, but it was a lot. And uh, they whittled it down to those 10, which is so bizarre. Um mm-hmm. I mean some of the B sides to the the tracks, we're actually gonna do a B sides podcast um, and oh, just God. Get through all them, so we're gonna get through them because I think I think some of that some of it's worth worth a wee discussion on, yeah, you know. Definitely. Um and some of them were you know they're fantastic, but some of them, you know, one or two of them could have made their way onto the album in place of some mm-hmm. of the other tracks, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, so I think there was a bit, maybe a poor choice of tracks as well, but um, I, I find that you know the one thing that really we've actually just done the Made in Heaven podcast last night. We hmm. resist, resisted it for so long. Oh, well, you're finally doing it! You finally recorded it last night. Yeah. Don't want to give too many spoilers <laughs> on it. But I know, I know. <laughs> I know, I know. That, yeah. Probably, yeah. probably by the time this comes out, it's probably going to be going. It's, it's going to be out next week anyway. So oh, I'm be so out, out for people, people to cool. listen to. But our, you know, one of our main gripes about about the um, Queen and that kind of period um, is just this um, really surfacey, vapid looking. Oh, we need to do better for the world, and let's all get together and hold hands. Mm-hmm. And you know There's never really any solutions put forward in their mm-hmm. in their lyrics and all that. And the miracle is an example of that, you know, and. You know, we're, okay, we were unkind about that. It's Freddie. a dying man at that stage. And, you know, he's trying to be positive about life and the, and the wonders of life and all the rest of it. I don't want to do that a disservice. But at the same time, you know, we just take it at face value. It's just, it, they're awful lyrics. You know, they're not, to me, they're yeah. not hopeful. They, they just, they're just just vapid. They don't, they don't go deep enough. You know, if you're going to talk about these things and these subjects, you know, about, you know, peace on earth and all that, talk about it in a, in a an intelligent and insightful way. You know, um, you know, Roger does that a little bit on his solo stuff. You know, he gets a wee bit deeper, you know, and um, that, you know. So, but I think in bit, the track before that, as we said in the podcast, is yeah, Khashoggi's ship. You know, Adnan Khashoggi, mm-hmm. an arms dealer, hmm. and then the next track yeah. after it is Peace on Earth. You know, so it's a little bit insulting yeah. as I listen to you know, war. You know? yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a it's a bit. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, you know. So I think there's so many problems, and I think Paul's probably covered. Covered off all the other points that I would agree with anyway. So yeah, it's just a the worst Queen album, absolutely by a mile. Um, for for myself personally, you know.
1: Yeah, and I was just going to let Steve Stephen, could you? I'm not a massive fan of it. I think I don't think it's aged well, and I think some of the songs would be. It's the production, I think, that lets a lot of the songs down. That sort of keyboard, that Yamaha you got for Christmas keyboard.
2: Yeah, Cheap so keyboards, dangerous. yeah. Choice of yeah. sounds, choice of sounds and instrumentation, absolutely. I mean, the, when you talk about the production and the actual mix of it, it does sound, you know, it's it's very well mixed. I mean, David Richards had re- really had right. chops. Yeah. You know, the drum sound is actually fantastic on it. Right? You know, really mm-hmm. crisp and really punchy. Um, but you're right as well, what you say. You know, the, you know, almost like the Casio keyboard. You know, the Yamaha. Sorry, you, got know, well, yeah. you know, the Invisible yeah. Man. <laughs> yeah, press the boss and over, and you know, get yeah, you like, get going. And, you know, and Stephen,
1: I know. No, you 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 kind of disagreed about the miracle do you want to say oh yeah it? i, I, I could
0: do my own podcast on the differences that's what i like about these kind of things yeah. we don't all have to to agree but what, what one of the the things uh, which is interesting which which i'm glad to hear that you guys are going to do a podcast on the b sides is it can actually be infuriating sometimes when you get a b side from a band and you think to yourself that's a million times better than half the stuff on the album. What are you thinking?
2: Yeah.
0: Um. And uh, uh, immediately springs to mind I Go Crazy, the B-Side to Radio Gaga.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Great tune.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yep. Great tune. Should definitely be on the album. And even from the miracle, um, the scandal B-Side, My Life Has Been Saved.
2: Yeah. Which ended mm-hmm. up on, obviously, uh, Made in Heaven. Made in Heaven, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. But the, the original B-Side <laughs> one
0: for me is far better. But yeah. Yeah, you just think to yourself, well, you know, why were we not around to help him? Hang on in there. Hang on in
3: there, yeah. Stealing. Stealing?
2: Yeah, that's no, quite no. groovy. Yeah. 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 No, no. Good but, yeah. yeah, But yeah, yeah. And I think um, at this stage, I mean, we are, I mean, you've listened to the podcast, so I'm assuming you understand where our head's at most yeah. of the time. You know, we're, Ooh, we're, yeah. pretty, we're pretty cynical about a lot of things. <laughs> but, um, but I think <laughs> we're at that stage where, you know... Um, you know, obviously, the, it, you know, the Miracle was the first album where they were all yeah. credited for all the songs. So they just that's tried right. to, you know, 25% to everybody for all the songs kind of thing, yeah. which is healthy. That's good. But I still think there was ego there saying, I want my track on this album. Yeah. No, yeah. wait a minute, Brian, you've had three. No, you can't I can't have another one. So I think there would have been a bit of R.J. with yeah. the B-sides. And so that's yeah. maybe been another decision, you know, that's maybe stopped the album being, you know, being what well, could, could it have been. been, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know. No doubt.
1: Cool. Cool definitely thanks and this kind of brings us on to kind of what we do in our show and we're just wondering we know how big fans you are of the album Innuendo and also the the the, the song Inuendo. and we're thinking about the album if if i think i think it's 54 minutes maybe 50 minutes it's yeah yeah 54 bit. 55 something like yes, that that's right. yep, yep. yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah and i was just wondering if because i I was aware as well that I had the vinyl and, and some of the songs were edited, so it yes. would fit on vinyl. And I was just wondering, you know, if you guys were going to... had to trim some of it off, what would you take off? Or is there any songs that you think actually that would be better not there or change the sequencing of the album, the, the tracklist sequencing? Paul,
3: mm-hmm. I'll let you what go first on
2: this.
3: Um, well, you know... Uh, uh, when I got this album, um, the two skippers for me were um, All God's People and Delilah.
1: That's exactly the same as me.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but it would it would take a special kind of bastard to take Delilah yes. out. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Um, <laughs> I, and that's why I'm going to go ahead. No, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> uh, no, I would leave Delilah. In. Um, I would take out Headlong. And I would take right. out uh, all God's people, um, headlong as as you know, as um, all being rock guys or metal guys and all that. You yeah. think headlong? That's oh, a rock song. It's, you know, it's it's just not very good. It's it's mm-hmm. just meh, you know. It's it's all right. Um, uh, you take that out, and you take out all God's people, which. You know with the passage of time i've i've got gotten to like like liking more, but for the purposes of the 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 pod obviously I've got to take something yeah. out so um <laughs> so yeah, yeah uh, the, the two the, the two uh obvious ones for me would be headlong and all god's people um which would yeah. i don't know how how long both of those are that's maybe a good eight minutes or something yeah because <laughs> of
1: I know I know all God's people actually was from the Barcelona album era around I think Mike that's Moran right, yeah. that's right there. it was yeah. yep yep uh-huh. and then they, they were going to put it in the Miracle and then they kept it and yeah uh, um, so yeah that's no thanks that's that's interesting thanks because I was quite surprised I thought these guys would like headlong as well but just like you're saying yeah uh, no uh,
3: compared to the Hatman, it's yeah uh, the Hatman's great but um headlong is uh for me, yeah,
2: anyway. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I, I you picked the same ones. I, I, I picked Paul, um, and I would, I would take Delilah out. Um, if you're talking about you
3: bastard, <laughs>
2: yeah, I'm, evil, I'm... yes, indeed. <laughs> I, <am. laughs> I would, t- I would take Delilah out. If we're talking about making the <laughs> album, it's the best album we can possibly make, it Delilah needs to go. Um, mm-hmm as much as I get the reason why it's there and, you know, I don't grudge Freddie's you know, love letter to his cat, you know, but um <laughs> I don't I don't grudge him that, you know but as a song, it's not good, so it, it needs to be oh, go But good. what
3: about Brian's cat's solo? Oh, that's cool, man.
2: That's good, uh, that is
1: good isn't it? Yeah.
2: No, that's uh, his, his cats, oh. <laughs> 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 Just had all these cats lined up, and he just pressed them back. I mallets. but yeah, headlong, I think as well. Yeah, I mean that. The thing is some of the riffing in headlong is really really cool and really tasty it's just i think it's the lyrics and the melody and the, and the vocals is, is you know the hoop daddy daddy stuff and all that diddy yeah, diddy. yeah. yeah. I, I think it's trying to be playful but just doesn't really work you know mm-hmm. um you know and uh, but you know you. You know, Brian's tuned to drop D, which for you know, metal and hardcore fans, you know, that's that's the tuning, the tuning to get such a you know, a good fat mm-hmm. sound without going down, going down to kind of crazy like death and extreme metal kind of tunings. Mm-hmm, it's yeah. a really, really crunchy tuning and, and it, do, it does really show through on the, the song. But I, I would take a lot of those guitar bits and just build another song around it, you know. Um, mm-hmm. but I don't think a bit as the track stands, yeah, it's it's yeah, it just falls by the mark. So that's that's when you would take off, okay, yeah, absolutely. And
1: this was you know I think it was your last podcast episode actually and uh, so I guess for me it was like what was it like speaking to Fred Mandel and for people who don't know Fred Mandel played keyboards with Queen on their last US tour in 1982 and he played on the works album of course and he did the famous solo and I want to break free that people actually thought was Brian me I was just thinking how was it what was it like for you guys interviewing this guy who's like a legend <laughs> to Queen fans I suppose
3: you know i i still can't believe it happened you know hmm. um i'm I'm expecting to wake up and you know david to go what Fred Mandel? what are you talking about <laughs> it was all a dream <laughs> um yeah it was it was weird it was like you know you had it, it was a zoom call you know and he's he's sitting there and he's you know uh he's got his hat on and all that and yeah, it was a uh, gold discs a, in the
2: background. His gold Area. discs, you know, yeah. and yeah. all it's his yummy, guitars and yummy. all that, and yeah. keyboards and all that.
3: All and the yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, try to intimidate us, the bugger. So he was. Uh, <laughs> um, luckily, David handled most of the questions, so that was all right, man. I think me and Joe were like just looking at him open mouthed, you know. Like,
2: oh. <laughs> Was, it's was one of those ones when we got to the end of it you know when fred said goodbye and you know he left the, the call we were just like we just exhaled yeah like, <laughs> right. geez. did that just it was kind of like did that just happen kind of thing because we we i mean the, the, get back to you know your one of your previous questions you know about the podcast starting it was really just in the back of you know we we were in a you know it was a whatsapp group chat between the three of us and you know, I think Paul mentioned, you know, why don't we start our own podcast? And it was just like, ah, okay, right, you know. And then it was like, well, actually, maybe we should. So it was, I mean, and for, to get, you know, less than a year into it and, you're, you know, you're you're actually face-to-face, you know, albeit through a screen with Red Mandela is, was just yeah. surreal, you know. And uh, and just credit to the man for actually giving his giving his time up, you know. Yeah. And and I think he, he would have talked for even longer than, yeah. you, know, <laughs> you know, we had, you know. <laughs> We ran yeah. out of things to ask him. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think it would have went on longer. You know, he was Yeah. It was. It was just. It was just so easy to talk to the, the man. You know. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's it's one of these ones. I mean, we, we'll maybe try and see if we can snag one or two other. You know, people connected to Queen. But it's 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 never always going to be easy because, mm-hmm. um, I think you know it could be that Fred is is one of a kind in the terms of you know um. He's happy to give up his time you know willingly and yeah. um, i don't know if you know other people necessarily be that easy to do that yeah. kind of thing so yeah, yeah. Tip, my hat, tip my hat to the guys you know absolutely you know you know top man you know yeah mm. no that it was really good
1: it was really interesting the interview and and uh just what was quite interesting because well, i didn't realize he then he was going to do the queen the works european tour but he got offered, a, I think, to be Elton John's keyboard. Elton John, yeah, that's, yeah, that's right, right. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and then he talked about uh, Davy Johnston, who's from Edinburgh. From Edinburgh, yeah. So yeah, that's right. And it was quite all yeah. the connections. Yeah, yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, yeah, but no, that's that's great. Thank you. And apart from us, you maybe answered the question a bit, but actually, who who would you love to have as a guest on your podcast? Because you were. You were saying there maybe maybe queen related people yeah, and I uh, mean you do yeah do you, who would you like to have on do you think if you could
3: uh John deacon yeah, mm-hmm. that'd be <laughs> <laughs> imagine, imagine that that'd be, oh uh, be awesome that would um, be
0: amazing yeah <laughs> i can yeah, I can
1: imagine can. opening question, so John. What do you think of Brian and Roger's decisions over the last 20 years?
0: Aye.
3: Aye. <laughs> the oh. his bank account,
1: though. Oh,
0: yeah, well, <laughs> that's, uh, that's, that's true. True.
3: that. Uh, probably made about 100 million out of them. Oh, uh, really,
2: easy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, absolutely. I think, I, John Deacon, I mean, that. No, like obviously, John. <laughs> I know. Speak obviously, to anybody, obviously, I've know, been but... facetious, but <laughs> no, <yeah. laughs> but, that's, but you know, listen, you know, that's 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 what the question is, isn't it? So it's, yeah. it would be John Deacon, and uh, and it would be more interesting than Brian and Roger, you know, because definitely, you Absol- heard, you a heard, million I mean, times Roger's yeah. you know, um watered down version of Queen's history, you know, um, and right. you know, and, and opinions on things. We get into that a wee bit on the having podcast. There's still oh, a, a bit of residual effect here, you know. <laughs> 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 um, their decision making, and, and you know, they kind of almost like the economical with the truth regarding things, mm-hmm. and all that, you know. So, it's there's a lot of that going on with those guys. But as John, I'm you know, I, I think everyone would just love a biography from the guy, you know, and yeah, uh, yeah. you know, just to tell his side of the story, and we would, you know. It would, I and mean, everyone would buy it, you know. Everyone would love to hear his side of things. Um, But just, thought, just as a wee side note on that or, about John, I mean, it's I don't know if you guys have seen these things on YouTube and stuff. That yeah, it's when really they're, sad they're people, such, yeah. yeah, what they do to the guy is just leave, leave him alone. No. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. yeah, you know, yeah. when he gets mobbed outside, I think it's outside he's going to enter the theater or something, and then you know he's got, yeah, his want, he's got his ha- things. Yeah, yeah, he's got his, he's got his hands on his face and stuff because it's yeah. so overwhelming Overwhelming. but but, but he just composes himself and keeps signing It's just that's how lovely the guy obviously is. And but it's just you know, just you know, if you saw him in the street in London, you'd be like, "It's John Deacon." You'd be like, "Yeah, hi, John," and you'd just kind of like keep your distance and just kind of like keep walking. You know, know. there's no way you would, you would, the guys made a decision to stay out of it. You know, and and you know, people need to respect that. You know, yeah, um, yeah. But you know, I mean, other than that, Roy Thomas Baker, you know, it'd be great to talk to him. You know. Um, uh, to, to get his, his side need a few more Galileos, darling. Exactly. But, you know, that would be cool. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, uh, I don't really know after that, to be honest. But, yeah, yeah, I probably would be good.
1: Great. No, that's it's interesting because I think sometimes John Deak, particularly when you talk about Queen of Today, inverted commas, that he kind of gets forgotten about. And he, he's yeah. a massive loss to It's not just Freddie not being on stage. You know what he contributed was massive. Yeah,
2: you know. Yeah, we were actually even talking about that last night in the 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 Maiden Heaven podcast. I mean, you know, Mm -hmm. just talking about his. You know, it's it's you know the podcast will be out by the time this is out, so we can say you know (laughs) that album the album for us is not a Queen album. And Mm -hmm. um, but even though we say that, you know, John's playing on it is actually really really cool. You know, um you know, so absolutely agree with you there. I always
1: think of that album as the cut and paste album.
2: Oh, yes. I can Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, cut yeah, and paste. That's,
1: yeah, 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 that's it. And so just one more question to do and you know, you've done all the queen albums and some of the soul albums, what ideas, what are you going to do next? What ideas have you got for doing next?
2: Well, um, it always seems to start from myself. I just I, I tend to you know, just say to Joe and Paul, what about this? What about that? And, you know, they put their input in. But it usually starts with me kind of almost suggesting something. You know, the guys, can I just leave me? Can I um, decide? But um, I think there's still still quite a bit of solo music to do. So we'll continue. Mm-hmm. We'll go back to them and we'll, we'll finish them off. Um, you know, maybe not like uh, consecutively, but we'll certainly dip in and out of them. Um, I think there's still a lot to talk about. For it. like we said, the B sides. I'd like to do that. Um, you've got the. Um, I want to do one on the Magic Tour. Now the Magic Tour um, is not one that it's not a period of Queen that's particularly exciting for us, especially that tour um you know it's, it's after live aid and it's almost like uh let's grab the bastards with the credit cards kind of thing you know and then <laughs> yeah, let's capitalize you know, like, on it yeah absolutely so um so that period isn't fantastic for us but i really wanted almost to like a documentary type podcast on that one because i think mm. there's some some interesting stories around about that you know and um how you know some are some are not so good you know in terms of like you yeah. know fan, fan behavior and stuff and so it was almost like kind of um it was almost like you know can i almost to like what we're saying about the adam lambert thing you know the casual yeah. fans all coming in now and and you know and i don't mean like casuals as in like gangs and stuff i mean just the casual <laughs> 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 but you know <laughs> but um you know so i think um that probably that happened and as a result you get people like massively inebriated and just causing trouble and crowds and all that and so it's just I, I think it's an interesting period but not necessarily musically interesting you know yeah. but um yeah. but yeah i would like to do that and uh uh I think there's there's uh, getting the getting the kind of listeners involved again. I like doing that um, now and again. We've d- done that twice. We did it. We did it for the first time recently, where we got the guys actually live on the the podcast that come into the Zoom oh, calls right, and, okay. and uh, hmm. give their thoughts on on it was to what they would put in a you know a space capsule to send into into space you know queen related right. kind of thing you know, so they mm. they came on and did their thing uh, with that so that was really cool to you know put uh faces to names and stuff as well so that was yeah. really cool but um yeah and all than land uh, we've actually launched another podcast within the podcast and it's called not in the lap of the pods <laughs> and so what you get is a queen podcast but you also get this other podcast um which is music not related to queen at all it's just mm-hmm. for us to really self indulge and. Exp- scratch it <laughs> uh, for other music really so we'll talk about other bands and other you know some some might be interesting to queen fans It might be so far from being interesting to the queen fans and the you know listeners but um it's it, you know but so it was really important for us that it wouldn't impact on the queen thing it wasn't like okay for the next three months we're not going to talk about queen we're going to do this because you're just going to alienate your audience then and, and mm-hmm. not going to care so it's really important for us to keep the queen thing going but you know, um you've got this other kind of you you guys are doing bonus podcasts, so it's kinda of, guess it's similar to that, you know. Yeah, so yeah so it's a similar idea, you know. Um so yeah, yeah, but um I don't <laughs> long winded way of saying I really don't know <laughs> what <kind of> gonna <laughs> <I> do next. <laughs> <like> that. <laughs> no, that
1: that sounds really interesting about the the magic tour because mm-hmm. I suppose the sad side of it for the band they were going through a lot of turmoil in their personal lives at the time. Yeah, yeah. You mm-hmm. know, and obviously Freddie at that point, you know, his house kind of he's becoming aware that he's not not well you know yeah. so it's quite a, and I, I always say that's Queen's last tour and sometimes it frustrates me now when people say the last tour with Freddie it's like no that was the last tour yeah 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 you know, yeah. That's, yeah 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 um, well,
0: Paul I was going to throw in a, a little juicy bonus question here for the guys. Um what, what 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 did you think of the Bohemian Rhapsody movie?
1: Oh, I know that. I know that.
3: Oh. Mm. <laughs> Paul, Paul I'll let you go in here. Right. Um when I saw it, um I I remember texting David um immediately after I saw it and I said I've just seen that film. Um and I just I think I said something like Brian and Roger hate Freddie Mercury, <laughs> um, because the way he's portrayed in that movie, it's as though I mean I mean it, historically it's all over the place. It's mm-hmm. it's you know they yep. they, they, they tell they, they just basically tell lies, and 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 I get you 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 know you in movies and all that they they use artistic license and all that, but the the. <sighs> they've skewed it in a way that makes it look as though Freddie Mercury went with his tail between his legs back to the band because he'd he'd flunked off and to get, you know, to start this amazing solo career that didn't didn't materialise so he's skulking back to the band and the band make him wait, you know, before they decide okay, you can come back in then Freddie <laughs> you know, and I'm thinking what a you know, that just didn't happen, you know. Well, for a start, four, four months you know.
1: Prior to that, they toured in Rio four months yeah. prior to live. Yeah, they've been
3: in yeah. Japan, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they they <laughs> I, yeah, just come right. off the Watts tour. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. and, and all that, and it was it was made out in the film as if they had not you know struck a struck a chord in about a, a year and a half, two years or whatever. It was just all over the place, but it was just that it was the portrayal of Freddie as this kind of tragic figure and all that and um and, and you know if you're if you're being harsh mate you know there, there was a certain aspect to that but it, it was made out as as though the man was you know um you know i i, I, I don't know what i'm trying to say i'm getting myself tied but up in knots I, I, think, I, I think
2: yeah yeah i, I could maybe pick up there i think i think yeah. you're right um i think you know, um, when you talk about the hot space period, for example, you know, you see the bit in the movie where Freddie is, yeah. you know, and then, the, you know, they're using the camera technique to show that he's, he's basically coked out his, out his head and stuff. Yeah. And, um, you know, but but the band's own admission, they were all in a really horrible place at that mo- moment in time That's with right. drugs, yeah. With, yeah. With, with, you know, with loose women and men or whatever you want to call mm. it. They were yeah. all up to no good, basically, you know. But in the movie, it's made out that it's all Freddie and they're, they're, they're trying to stay the course with the band and Freddie's...
3: they good family you know, man. Exactly. Yeah, that's yep. it that's it yeah and, and you know this and they're, they're all leaving the party early and all that yeah. and, you know that's for us got what, what yeah. shit yeah they weren't yeah. were, were were as much into the party as yeah, exactly or, absolutely. You know, the exactly and, uh, yeah. absolutely yeah. i
2: mean as there's been you know there's been things leveled at the movie saying it's it's a homophobic movie and i can get that i understand why people mm. would say that because it is almost like you know if, if you're not a family man you know look at this debaucherous gay man you know, yeah. going off and partying and taking coke, and then he comes back with his tail between his legs to apologise almost for all that mm-hmm. behaviour. It's a little bit. It, it, it's very much, you know, I, I can see the, the, I can see the, the argument for that. Um, and you know, and it, and, and you know, I, I you know, we've got, we've got a website, and we, we you know, what I think there's only about two or three blogs on it, but we're going to try and address oh, that. I read soon. it actually,
1: yeah. Yeah, so that was, yeah, you yeah, know, was... that was
2: my blog on it. Yeah, you know, just yeah. it's pretty, pretty scathing, obviously, but it's. Uh, but I think I really—it's—it's um, it's almost like you know. Freddie's a complete prick for the whole movie, and Tully tells him he's got AIDS, and then they go, "Do you know what, Freddie? You're a legend." See that bit when Roger says, oh, ah, yeah. "You're
3: God. a legend, Freddie."
2: Oh, that is that <laughs> so, uh, yeah. uh, is one of the worst bits of I, cinema ever. I, you know, um, it was absolutely atrocious, and and so it's, it's almost like that. Oh, now that he's dying, we'll rally together and play this big gig for the the you know the starving people of Ethiopia. You know, it, it's just it's a it's a terrible movie. Um, terrible movie. But what I will say, one positive thing I can say about it is the you know I, I watched it in the cinema. I watched it many weeks after Paul had seen it because I again I resisted it so so <laughs> as as long as I could um, I took a wee opportunity to see it. Um, and uh, the the sound for the live aid uh, set. Especially you know, that, that seven point one in the, the cinema which sounded mm-hmm. fantastic. So the mm-hmm. remix, remix job you know the, the guys done on that is you know yeah. take a take about and that, that scene mm-hmm. in the movie in fairness was done very well, you know. I have mm-hmm. to say you yeah. know it was done very well, but um the rest of it is the rest of it's uh, fiction. And yep. it's not yep. even it's not even move a move a date here, move a you know, and twist a year here. It's 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 largely fiction. You know, and that's 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 the problem I've got with it. And given that Brian and Roger are executive producers, that that is just not does not sit right with me at all. And yeah. you know that they signed off on that's basically this this complete fabrication. You know, um, yeah. it's it's just yeah, it's it's. But it this way, after I came out of the movie, I thought, well, I clearly didn't know Freddie the way I thought I did. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. um, after yeah. all the interviews I've I've seen of them, the you know <laughs> the interviews I've read with them clearly I didn't know anything about the guy because what, what I've seen in this movie is not the man I thought he was kind of thing, you know, and an artistic license is always going to be taken and, and you know, bi- biopics and all that, you know, it's got to happen but it's like a hatchet job, you know, it's it's a, such a uh, yeah, anyway, I'm going to, I'm going to shut up because I keep going <laughs> on over it here <laughs> but you but you're, but you're wish I hadn't asked the question No, no <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm glad, I was
0: genuinely interested uh because i think think think, for me when i was was watching it 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 was this is where your enjoyment of it can be spoiled by knowing too much and it might just be the simplest Mm. thing like uh the recording we will rock you and i'm thinking freddie didn't have a mustache when they recorded we will rock Mm. you or they're touring (laughs) in the mid 70s and they're playing fat Bomb girls i'm like no That came later yeah. in the decade, but <laughs> it just takes yeah. take you out of it, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah,
2: absolutely. I mean, I think Rock and Rio was 1975 as well. It was like <laughs> 10 years <laughs> before yeah. right. it actually happened, you know. It's like, yeah. Yeah, so. yeah. And I don't think
0: uh, ITV would be showing it live.
2: <laughs> no, no. In the mid 70s. <laughs> no, not, not at all. <laughs> I know, I know. You know just takes out sure of it. That, for some people, again, back to your casual Queen fans and your casual music fans, I'm sure a lot of people got a lot of enjoyment out of it. You know, I, I spoke to someone in, in work who, and she was saying that she saw the movie, and I was, I was basically saying what I just said to you guys there. You know, and, mm-hmm. and they just when she she had a chance to actually speak you know after my run you know um what she did say is what i have to say is i didn't come away from it thinking any less of freddie mercury in it. and i was like no i get mm. that but it's it's not about necessarily thinking less of the guy because the guy ultimately at the end is the big hero you know he's the, you know yeah. he, he wins the day at live Aid and all that so yeah. it, it does write itself at the end yeah. kind of thing but you know it's not so much that wasn't really the point you know um, yeah. But anyway yeah
1: yeah 'Cause yes.
2: I I do you know do you know what was quite interesting
1: guys? When I after listening to your podcast, I watched it again and I saw the film quite differently. It's funny, you know, mm-hmm. that different perspective and, and I was yeah. noticing more things, I was thinking and it's particularly that bit when they're at the party and Freddie's being outrageous and everything, and they're like almost like, you need to grow up, Freddie. We're, we're yeah. going away. Yeah. And then I was what thinking about all those parties in New Orleans yeah. and yeah. dwarfs yeah. with jelly yeah. and, and yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, all these things going on. And they were it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and, and it's just like, and yeah. I mean, so for, it,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, even the thing like the Mr. Bad Guy album, which is the album that obviously Freddie got a massive amount of money to do and the rest of the band were basically jealous, you know. Um, mm-hmm. It's a yeah. huge advance to do it. I mean, we discuss it on the podcast. We don't discuss it in relation to the movie. We don't really mention the movie at mm-hmm. all. But um, Roger Taylor flew in to do backing vocals on that album.
3: you know. I'm but in that to... mo- in
2: that movie, you'd be made to think that they hadn't spoken to each other in two, three years, whatever it was, and mm. there's been no in the heat. You know, the three they of them basically can't stand Freddie. And, you know, so it's just that's... And I find it bizarre that they're happy for their... For themselves to look like absolute pricks, you know, yeah. they're actually mm-hmm. happy for themselves to look like that on camera. Yeah, uh, it's it, I find it bizarre because they don't they don't come out of this movie well. You know, you no. know, I don't know what the again your, your casual movie goer thinks thinks of them. You know, I've come out of the movie, but you know, they don't paint themselves in a very good light. You know, Um oh, yeah. I love Paul Prentice
0: as the pantomime villain. Superb. Oh
2: yeah,
3: yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's all it's all his fault. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: I mean. I mean, Paul, we, we talked about that in the Hot, Hot Space podcast. You know, Paul Prenter yeah. is apparently the one that influenced Freddie to to change into You know, and, and we made the point, at the end of the day, if, if the other three in the band can't defend themselves against a, a personal assistant or Freddie, then I, I don't want to argue there was a bigger problem with the band overall, you know? Yeah. It's just, mm-hmm. it's this blame game, you know? And it's it's like, you know, we always said, you know, when Brian and Roger look back in that album, it's always, you know, it's always that kind of context. It's never, do you know what? We made the decision collectively as a band and it didn't work out. You know, just take yeah. ownership, you know, for your mistakes right. and, you know, creative mistakes or, or otherwise, you know, so.
1: I know, no, that's the, I was just going to say before then that I think that the thing that I would say is good about the film, I did like Live Aid, the Live Aid but, and because yeah. I remember watching Live Aid and when I was watching it on the film, it was quite emotional and, and then it, of course at yeah. the end, uh, it has Don't Stop Me Now and the show must go on, so you did feel quite emotional coming out at the end, but mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, got to give them credit for that, and I think the one good thing that, well, the the big thing is that it's kept Queen's music. You know, it's mm-hmm. opened Queen's music up to a lot of people and like yeah. really massive in America again and stuff. You know, so. But that's a thing that I, I, sense.
2: I, I, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. I mean, what what you know, what I would love to 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 see or hear about is you know some kid at thirteen, fourteen that's maybe seen the movie and what? Oh, I like a lot of these tunes. Starts buying mm. the albums and gets deeper and deeper, and eventually yeah. just becomes that. I can't, I don't want to sound elitist, but becomes that proper Queen fan. You know, mm-hmm. the one that, yeah. that really digs deep and and, yeah. and doesn't just accept everything they put out. You know, he's critical of the band. Has got his own mind. You know, or or her own mind. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's you know that that uh, you know that that to me would be really cool. Even if that movie started that, you know, and because uh, you guys are probably probably the same. You've maybe into a band. You bought an album and um, it's got you into that band and then when you explore the whole catalog you actually go actually that's one of the weaker albums that's one mm-hmm. of the albums i don't really care as much about anymore yep. mm-hmm. um so i think that's you know if that's a catalyst for for bigger exploration and a really proper exploration of the band that's yeah they, that that can't be a bad thing you know
1: yeah no, no and so i just wanted to say thank you for this and the way it no, feels yeah, for gone. me to interview you guys is like when you interviewed Fred Mandel. <laughs> I mean, <I'm> Jesus <laughs> Christ. I know how it feels you, to be You need to get out more, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I was wondering if you wanted to see where people can uh, listen to your podcast and your so- social media, if you wanted to let people know how they could...
2: Yeah, uh, Paul, you do you. that, because I've, I've talked far too much. <laughs> uh,
3: we are... Uh, we, 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 me and david uh both look after the twitter account which is at lap pods um we're on every day um and, and we chat to folk and you know send us a message you know good good or bad we, we we've, mm-hmm. you know we've, we've, <laughs> we've had some criticism before i yeah, are mm-hmm. quite happy to, to, to chat to folk um and uh, yeah, there's, there's usually some lively chat about certain tracks and albums and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so uh, yeah, at Pods on Twitter, um, we've also got a, le- a website which is LatPods.co.uk. Is that right, David? Yeah, that's it. Yep, yep. Um, that's got uh, some blogs. Um, so we've also got an online shop. You can buy a t-shirt or oh, a mug, yeah, or both. You know um it helps keep the podcast uh going you know pays our zoom fees and all that kind of stuff yeah um you know just to, uh, just to keep things going um and and that's that's about it really yeah yeah uh,
2: but yeah i mean in terms of all the platforms it's all the usual ones you know spotify and and i you know itunes or apple podcasts even and you know and and pretty much it's, it's pretty it's spread pretty far and wide so probably whatever podcast uh, clearly, you use you, I'd assuming we'll be on there somewhere, you know. Um, so yeah, yeah,
1: oh, I really want to thank you for coming on. It's been such a yeah, thanks very much,
0: guys.
2: No, yes, you're very well. A, thank
3: a thank nice. you very much thank
2: for having us, indeed. Uh, it's been a
1: brilliant no, job. Thank
3: that. you, uh, thanks, and, uh, so. Joe, Joe would have loved it too, but he's not yeah. here, so uh, <laughs> oh. but would Paul Lambert have loved it? Well, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah,
0: pretty miserable, right of enough. Aye, so hard, aye. Hard to tell. <laughs> Paul Lambert, and Adam Rogers. Oh, I tell you, Paul Lambert and Queen—that's got legs. That's got legs. <laughs> <laughs> legs. it could work. Absolutely.
3: Aye. Somebody needs to go on Photoshop tonight and <laughs> talk, <laughs> talk to an album cover or something. Oh, don't tempt me. Don't tempt me.
0: <laughs> no, but seriously, thank you very much, guys. Really appreciative of you of your time. Um, and really enjoyed it. Yeah, no, thank off. you.
3: Thanks.
2: Cheers, Stephen. Cheers, all Paul. Right. And thanks very much, guys. Podcast. Thanks. So much, yeah. Paul all the cheers, best, guys. Th- yeah. Thanks. Take care. Bye. Take Stay care, safe. Bye. bye. bye.
0: So, what are your thoughts on the current incarnation of the band? Obviously, Paul Lambert's been the lead singer of... Paul Lambert. Lambert. Paul Lambert. Paul <laughs>
1: <laughs> That may be better, actually. <laughs> some some people might actually
0: prefer <laughs> <laughs>
2: he's getting... Is the He's full control, superb. Paul Lambert
0: plus
1: Queen, Queen plus Paul Lambert.
0: <laughs> well, we've just picked up the best blooper award. Uh. <laughs> Paul Lambert and Queen—that that could work. <laughs> that could uh, work. Yeah, you imagine. Uh. <laughs> oh, it's a kind of magic. Yeah. Maybe you're
1: getting mixed up with Paul Rogers and Paul and the Lambert. <laughs> oh, that's, that's maybe
0: that's yeah. maybe what I've done, or maybe I just was totally stupid and had too many beers so far.